Just once I'd love to see the world through your eyes. One day you'll see him through mine, though. And it breaks him hard. There will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. They're so threatened by the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and funny. One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric. And I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so, you've come to the wrong place. Because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. How's everybody doing? My name's David. And I'm Wolfie. Yay, we're the Socially Sensitive Podcast. We're going to talk about 1883. Yeah. So uh, you did watch episode five or the newest episode? Yes, I did watch episode five. Finally, it was ridiculous how difficult it was to watch it. The uh, the Paramount app that we have downloaded on onto the uh, the TV Uh is so freaking sensitive. It is ridiculous. What do you mean sensitive? Well, the the night that I went to to watch it, the night that it dropped on Sunday, it kept on now. Now, granted, every the the commercial at the beginning, the the two or three commercials that they put on at the beginning of the show, they came through just fine. I watched them over and over and over <laughs> again because I would get five to ten seconds into the episode and it would freeze up and tell me that the content was unavailable, and so I had to go back out and go back in. And of course, I had to watch those same three commercials. Right. Yeah. So I basically watched as many as much commercial time. As I watched actual uh, episode time. Yeah, the commercials because always actually, work fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they came through just beautiful. They didn't they didn't lag. They didn't skip. They didn't lock up. They So that app, there's, I don't know what's wrong with it, because the set, I, my setup hasn't changed any. Uh, I eventually, I did get around to watching it. To, and I, like I said, I tried Sunday. I tried Monday. I tried Tuesday. And it was the same thing every time. But see, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, I was doing it at night. Oh, okay. And to, today, I finally watched it. I watched it right around lunchtime, right around 12 o'clock, 12, 1 o'clock, something like that. And uh, it only locked up on me one time. That's not too bad. So, But then I, I still had to come all the way back out and start the episode again. And when it did start again, it started at the very beginning and not where I stopped. So then I had to fast forward it to right about to where it stopped on me. And of course, once I stopped fast forward it, I had to sit through another three commercials. So you think it's the, Paramount, the episode. it's the Paramount app or it's the player, the TV? I don't know. Like I said, I'm thinking it's probably the app because. But I mean, the app's uh, in the TV, right? Yeah, the app's in the TV. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I downloaded it. And I don't understand. Like I said. The commercials come through just fine, but when I went to play the episode, right. crap! It just—it's so frustrating. Because uh, they need to do we, something. We use uh, the we use the app on the Apple TV, um, so it's a mm-hmm. different it's a different app than they have on the smart TVs. 
Um, yeah, I'm not sure. We know we, we've never a, really had any problem out of it that way. I think it's a, um, now we've had internet problems and stuff in the past. Um, not too well, much I mean, anymore. My internet, but, setup, my internet setup is the same. Right. It's been the same, you know, since Sunday night, Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night. Totally the same. And then Wednesday today, I was watching in the middle of the day. Pretty much went through, you know, it was okay. It was flaws. And here's something else. I watched two movies this afternoon, two John Wayne movies that they have on their thing, uh, True Grit and The Quiet Man. Didn't lock up the first time. Both on Paramount. Through, both of them on the Paramount. Uh, Plus app. App. Yeah, Paramount Plus app. Both of them there. They came through just fine. They did. The only time they they stopped was when I paused them to either get up and go eat or go to the bathroom. Mm. I don't know about you, but the the old like John Ford westerns that have John Wayne in them, I think, are just freaking masterpieces. In just in the way that they're shot. I mean, the stories may be you know corny according to today today's standards and the way that they do things and the fact that you know you don't see a lot of blood and stuff like that, and that's great. Uh, but just the way that they would shoot those movies, it was like, it was like that the, the, the place that they were setting their movies in was a huge part of the story. Hmm. So that when he, when you see John Wayne riding across, you know, the, the, the scene and whoever's with him, they would be in focus and you would just see this beautiful just massively beautiful background that they're riding in front of and everything's everything's in in focus hmm. you know what i'm saying you're yeah. not seeing this grayed out background which is a lot of what they do today right which i i find incredibly frustrating which i mean it it makes you watch the individuals you know that are talking or whatever like that it's like the west was like a co-star in those movies right yeah and well, the, they they wanted could, not, the equipment they, they recorded with back then, yeah, the cameras didn't have the same depth of field and stuff that today. So they, yeah, they like the the what's in the the actor to be the real crisp and clear and everything else have that, yeah, blur look to it in the background. But no, that's not the way the, the background in these the these old. Everything was in, like I said, everything was in focus. The right, that's what I'm saying. Focus, the, 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 the the cameras are better focus. now. The, the, you get a better depth of field. In the old cameras, you uh, couldn't tell the depth as much. Um, the perspective wasn't as, as good, but, but everything was kind of clear. It's as good as it could be back then. You need to go back and watch some of them. Like I said, they're... Well, nothing like said, was better was than almost, 480. It was almost like, well, I mean, well, yeah, but I mean, the the fact that they're not shoot, I mean, it's great if you're shooting in 480 and then your background where it says socially sensitive podcast number 47, if that's all grayed out, then right, then yeah, like I said, it was almost like the West was an unofficial co-star because they wanted you to see the grandeur of the country, the right. the the wide open spaces and stuff like that. And it comes through in the way that he made the movies. Uh, I, like I, I, think, said, I think Yellowstone shoots a lot like that. Well, I think 1883 is kind of, they've been doing yes, pretty good with 18, that. 1883 reminds me a whole lot of yeah. those old Westerns like that. 
in that they're they're there to show you, you know, this this the great the the part of the West that just right. It's it's I, I can't really. That's why you need to get into Yellowstone because it's it's a lot more Montana, and I think mm-hmm. Montana is just one of the most beautiful places in the country. Um, oh yeah, but. Because in 1883, they're still what? They're still in Texas? Yeah, yeah, they're in Texas. According to the map, they're still in Texas. Yeah. Now, according to at the beginning of that episode, once they crossed whatever river, they were in the wilds. Right. But according to the map, because she says, you know, according to the map, we're still in Texas, but we're actually, you know, that when we crossed that last river, we left civilization. Right. And now we're in the wilds. So yeah, this was a this was a big episode, um, and like when you when we first pulled up, you were talking about. I had that picture of uh, uh, mm-hmm. what's his name, uh, Joseph Joseph. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Anytime, yeah. Anytime you, like you said, anytime you see him on screen, you know something's about to go down. Oh yeah. Um, because they're a bunch of whiny babies. And none of them know what they're doing, and everybody. But uh, but he kind of makes a statement, you know, when he's talking to uh, Captain Shay, uh, Sam Elliott's uh-huh. character. Yeah, about <clears throat> them not being like a. I, I, here, I, I think I got a little. I pulled one of those clips. We, we're not our friends. We're not our family. We came on the same ship, and that is all. Some take from others whatever they want, whatever they need. We we put the food together to protect it. Who's stealing? There's only 43 of you and you don't know? I know. Show me. And that's that's one thing. You see that guy, he goes when he goes to the captain, once the captain gets involved. Yeah. So there ain't no playing anymore. No. Somebody's it's, somebody's yeah. in trouble. Somebody's yeah, somebody's getting in trouble. <clears throat> Joseph is gonna start telling everybody, you wait till the captain gets home. <laughs> That's right. Wait till the captain gets back. You're you're gonna be in trouble. <clears throat> but yeah. But the captain's right though. They uh they need to step up and or he does, he needs to step up and lead his people. Right. If he's going to be the leader, then he needs to step up. Uh, and if he's not, then they need to elect somebody else to be the leader. And it's getting a little bit repetitive in this. This, I mean, the episode before they were talking about people, you know, people stealing from the gypsy girl. Right. And now they're just talking about someone stealing from the whole group, and the guy just, you know, it's it's just getting a little bit old. But as as a, I think as a, without a leader, any any group of people is always going to devolve into survival of the that. fittest. Yeah, whoever oh, yeah. you're going to take from the weaker is is mm-hmm. what's going to eventually happen without leadership. Oh, yeah. Um but yeah, that's what but it, he he's never wanted to be leader. He was he kind of got thrown into it because he could speak English. Um Yeah, and here's the thing, if everybody that they've talked to since then they can speak just as good English as he does. <laughs> I know, yeah. So I don't know what the problem is. I mean, been. it'd be different. It'd be different if they came up to him and they were like, "Vas, I just nine next nine no." Yeah, if they were doing, I'm like, okay, fine. They're they're German. They don't understand. They're 
they don't know, you know, Nick's first aim. Yeah, okay, whatever. But no, they're not doing that. They came up, they're like, oh, blase, blase, yakety smackety. Yeah, I took from the, because you're a gypsy. They're, all gypsies are thieves. We all know that. I just took back what I, you know. Right. No. So, yeah, uh, so. And uh, he seems to be a little bit, of, seems to be just a small plot hole. Just yeah. a little one. Well, Captain Shea, he, he made the comment that there's only 43 of them. Do, do you remember how many there were when they started? I know they've lost a lot, but if they've dwindled down to 43 uh, now. Well, she said that they'd lost. She went through a total of, I think, like, I don't know, like, was it? I don't How many? So, so many men, so many women, and so many children hmm. that they've lost on the way. And then when this happens, they go and they leave that guy and I guess his family yeah. behind. And he's like, and now we're cutting our, our strength in half. So whatever they had left, probably about half of them were, you know, a part of that guy. Right, because there was a bunch of that family. Yeah, because they just all, they left that whole group of people. And the bandits, yeah, got them all in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And that kind of sucked for them. There was... Uh, what was it? So then, uh, yeah, because I mean, the big the the big push of the story was yeah, fighting off the bandits. Which mm-hmm. <clears throat> when when they first said that they were going to do that, and you realize, okay, they're using Joseph and his wife as basically bait. Um, yes, I was expecting them to have had that planned out a little better. Um, because <laughs> it was kind of like I mean. There was no real plan to it. It's kind of like, we're just going to stay over here. You'd think they would have... And I know where they were was kind of hard to be... I mean, you're in the middle of nothing. So it's not like you've got woods to hide behind or rocks to hide behind. So they had to stay. But they should have set them up somewhere where they could have been a little closer, I would think. Over a little hill or something. Well, see, I think the whole thing that they were doing there was they were leaving those two behind, just like they left the other couple of you know families behind. In that, you know, and they were trying to like make a statement, you know, where hey, we're leaving these people behind because right. whatever reason, just like we lost those. And so they're like, okay, they're leaving them behind. They're not coming back for them because they didn't come back for the other people. Right. So these these people are going to be you know fair game. And that brought them in. Of course, there's only two of them, and and that's what emboldened them to come out in the middle of the day, or not necessarily the middle of the day, but while it was still daytime. Yeah. Because they thought, well, there's just, you know, there's two people. We're good. And that emboldened them to, to act, to, to put their plan in motion while the sun was still up, which little did they know that they were getting moved on. But yeah, Elsa, her and, uh, you know, Enos. I have to go back and look up all these names. Because they mm-hmm. never say the names in the show that often. Very no, rarely they are they saying names. Which I guess in real life, most of the time you don't. So, but uh, yeah, they, uh, you know, they have their little love. Their little love. Uh, their fling. Their fling. Um, yeah. Which you knew as soon as they start talking about marriage and the future and, you know, thing anytime any show starts making plans for the future you can pretty much write one of them off as they're dying yeah which i I got a little clip of uh elsa when her mom uh margaret you know goes to talk to her 
Um, Because, you know, he's talking to her about uh, what she say to her. Says says that she tells her that she kissed him. And then she's like, well, you know, I've kissed a few boys. I kissed a few boys when I was your age in my life and the world didn't end. So I guess that's all right. But don't go any farther. Then she's like, there's farther. So she was kind of, you know, she's young and naive and, uh, well, yeah. But then, so then she, you know, realizes I'm going to have to have a little talk with her, but, uh, it's a little quick clip of them. It takes years to make something of your life. One decision can change the course of it forever. And we don't know if that decision is going to be the one that sinks us until we make it. So you better be very, very careful what you choose. Freedom is anything but, Elsa. And every choice has fangs. Do you understand me? Which that's what they, they named the episode. Now that was the fangs of freedom. See, now that was after she had her little... That was the next morning after her and Ennis got together. Right. And it's it's an apropos, uh, and it's, it's something that people should be hearing today. Hey, there are consequences to your actions. Right. Which you don't hear enough of. All you hear about, oh, I have the right to do this and that and the other and blase, blase. You don't ever hear anybody talking about, okay, you do have the right to do thus and so, but there's also consequences for your actions that you need to be made aware of and you need to be responsible. And you don't hear enough of that. Which I'm I'm glad that that little exchange went on between the two yeah, and she's saying, you know, basically, <coughs> you could get pregnant, and is this guy going to hang? Is he going to be the man that's going to hang around and help you raise this child that could right. possibly come from you she's, doing what you're she doing? She said, together. "Well, I'll ask him." Yeah, and of course he said yes, and then the dad beat started to beat the dog squeeze out of him. No, yeah. well, here's here's how I mean, Elsa. I mean, re- here's the clip of Elsa replying to her mom after that last clip. It's beautiful. Now don't regret it. Just once I'd love to see the world through your eyes. One day you'll see him through mine though. And it breaks my heart. It's a little bit of foreshadowing there. Yeah, it is. It is. I kind of appreciate the uh, the dad when he's talking to Annis about his daughter, yeah. uh, he may, he says something along the lines of that's my heart. Yeah. And you better treat it like an egg. Yeah. Here. I got that clip too. If you want <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Let's you hear say it, you though. love her, but you won't ever love her like I do. It's my heart. You're running off with. You better cradle it like an egg. I will, sir. I will. No warning. That girl's gonna run you ragged. It's already got that look to it, sir. Yeah. What did he say was gonna run him ragged? That girl. He said that girl's oh, gonna yeah. run you ragged. <laughs> 
It's like, yeah, it's already got that yes. look to it. <laughs> yeah, four wins. He knew what he was getting into from, from the sounds of it. I hate the way that this character arc went along. I liked him as a character. Right, yeah. You know, he just very likable individual as as. Yeah, from the very I beginning, I kept waiting for them to have like a a little bad twist to him uh, where he would be mm-hmm. either mean to her or rough or, you know, something. And uh, they kept him or just, yeah, they kept him a good, nice gentleman guy, you know, to her the whole time. Yeah. A good person. So that worked out. Really yeah. I, well. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed his character. I mean, it was just it was bad the way it, it, it ran out. Yeah. The, the whole thing played out. But you kind of figure something like that's going to happen. Like I said, when he confronted Ennis, and she she actually was brave enough to put that horse between him and, and the boy. Yeah. And she's like, Daddy, I love him. I love him. She's like, he's like, you don't know what that means. Yeah. And at that age, you know, she may not. That was a that was a good, powerful scene right there. And I, I'm pretty sure just about any father oh, yeah. <laughs> could put themselves in that in those shoes. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, as far as and Ennis, as far as he's concerned, he's like, "Hey, you got some more beating you want to do? I'm willing to take it because I think she's worth it." Right. And then of I course think he would have made he would have made him he would have made him a good son-in-law. Yeah. Then of course they uh, you know have the the entangle with the uh, bandits and uh, <clears throat> in the battle they they kill them all except for one who's getting away. Who yeah. Uh, kind of a little jousting drive towards Enos. Enos and that bandit are going towards each other and shooting at each mm-hmm. other. And uh, the other one, yeah, hits Enos, shoots him, and uh, yeah, lands a fatal a fatal blow. Right. And so, yes. Then my, his, one of my favorite one of my favorite lines was before the the, the battle started, and the dad uh, James is his name, I think. Yeah. He goes off and he's like getting with the the captain and and the other cowboy and the what looks like a sergeant buffalo soldier and they're going to to do the end around on these people to you know take out the group that attacks the wagon behind. Of course, yet another incident of foreshadowing. The wife's like, "Well, what do what do I do if 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 we get attacked?" And he's like, "You fight like a panther till I get back." Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a good line. I thought I liked that. And of course they did. They broke their the, the bad guys, they broke their force up forces up into two two bits of people because one of them attacked the wagon that had just the two people on it and then the rest of them came up to attack the other wagons. Yeah. Which you think they wouldn't have you you think that they wouldn't have been you know dumb enough to attack the larger force, but I guess they figured they were, you know, they they were this was the swoop in for the kill and we're going to kill all these people and take all their stuff. They were ready for them, and it turned out different than what they were uh, expecting. And now, like I said, just talks about the the mother talking about seeing things through her eyes. Yeah. And uh, at the end of the episode, it it talks about how she's the the daughter. She sees things more through her mom's eyes yeah. now. I got that clip too. You but I thought. Yeah, if you want to, but uh, I see the world through my mother's eyes now. Yes, freedom has fangs, and it sunk them in me. 
chose to love him. He chose to love me back. Then chose to protect me. Then a man we've never met chose to kill him. And made me colorblind. And then she shoots him. This is what I don't understand about that whole exchange there as to why they were taking that individual is the captain on several occasions over the last two episodes have told different people in his wagon train, if I see you again, I will kill you. Yeah. And here are these people from outside coming in and threatening the people that he's been paid to see to Oregon. I don't see how his character would just, you know, pick the guy up and tie him up and, you know, I'm taking you back to civilization to stand trial for what you did. I would think that he would be more along the lines of what the daughter did. Yeah. And just get up and just put a bullet, just put a bullet in his brain case and just leave him laying there. They just had to write it so that she could do it. it. Yeah. 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 I guess. And I think that's going to change her character. Oh yeah. She, she's, she's Uh, definitely going to be quite a a bit. I was kind of curious if do you think she's going to end up pregnant out of the deal? I don't know. Now she could. It's a possibility. It is a possibility. So, so I thought that would be something to uh, kind of carry him on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know how the, how the Dutton family runs. Well, yeah, you don't, and because we don't know that much information about him, right? But the thing about this is, there may be a part for him later on in this season. After she's had that child, if it is, you know, his child, and uh, he could come back in as the adult son, which would be kind of creepy, but he could just say, well, he just looks just like his daddy. I just thought the whole thing was sad. That whole, just, and him sitting there telling the dad, I loved her. I really did. I loved her. And he's like, I know, son. I know. Yeah. Yeah, that that was a, that was definitely uh, one of the top episodes. And I think, uh. It's kind of a pivotal moment, like you said, for her, her character, which, I mean, the whole show is supposed to have been kind of her, not, I don't say viewpoint, but her journaling take on the new world. Um, and this, this will be, we'll see how the, the next few episodes, how her view of the world changes. Well, if you'll notice, whenever she, they do those little clips of her, where it sounds like she's writing in a journal, it goes from... It swings both ways, even up until now. She's right. she she something happens and she notices the darkness and and just the basically indifference of the wild to those people. Like she, had, you know, because you know the river. If you can't beat the current, it's going to drown you. Right. The snake, if you get too close, is going to bite you. And if you're weak, the wolves are going to eat you. And then in the next. Then that was at the beginning of this episode, but then she talks about in episodes before about how, you know, it's just such a bright, beautiful, free place, and she's just thinks she's on this grand adventure, you know. And it's both of those things at one time. It is a grand adventure, but there's also consequences for things that go on out there, you know. If you, and it's just, it's, and like I said, she's so far in the, the journaling part of her. I think she's kind of like I said, 
she's been kind of swinging between those two. I'm wondering if it'll take just a darker turn now. And the, the more brighter passages where she's just, seems like she's so full of hope and everything, if that will maybe change a little bit. I would say probably. Because this was episode, what, five? So this is the, mm -hmm. ha yes, the halfway five. point. So there's ten episodes left. I guess five, ten, ten episodes total, so five more for the halfway point. I don't know when they're supposed to uh, start filming the four sixes. Which is the other spinoff of Yellowstone, but it's so they're supposed to be the uh, they're supposed to be the other side of the Yellowstone. Yeah, well, there's a uh, the Four Sixes is a famous ranch in Texas that uh, is part of the storyline on Yellowstone. The past couple of seasons, they've done some like crossover stuff with that ranch, mm -hmm. um. And so uh, one of the main characters off of Yellowstone spent almost the whole season, this last season, at that ranch. So anytime it would do any storyline with him, it was all in uh, the Texas. Um, it's pretty good. I like that character. Jimmy is the, the that character. Um, I like his character on Yellowstone. Um well, now, is the four sixes is the, in the show? Is it in Texas? Yeah. Or is it supposed to be another ranch there in Montana? No, it's in Texas. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's a big horse ranch there that they uh, they deal in like million dollar horses. Yeah. But Chad, I, I read a thing the other day. Um, Taylor Sheridan, the one who created all of it, he signed, mm -hmm. I guess, some five series deal with either Paramount or whoever they're working out all these deals with, whoever the studio is that's backing all this stuff for him, which he, he wrote Yellowstone 1883. He's, you know, they're doing the four sixes now and the mayor of Kingstown. Um, but he's supposed to be doing another series too. Hmm. And it was like, a, I was thinking it was five series in like five years or in three years or something like that. Five five years, maybe. Well, that's interesting. I wonder how many of them will actually be. Because I don't think the mayor of Kingstown, that doesn't cross into Yellowstone, does it? No, no. It no, it doesn't have anything to do with it. Um, It'd be weird if they were somehow able to, to tie it in. Yeah, that would be uh, kind of interesting. It would kind of give a cohesive hole to his all the shows that he's <laughs> yeah. doing. You know what I'm saying? As being like in one universe, like they do with the Marvel movies. Says his next show is. Oh yeah, I remember the next show <laughs> is going to be. It's in development. It's uh, Kansas City is the name of it. It's about an Italian mob, the Italian mob in Kansas City, Missouri, and uh, Sylvester Stallone is. The main is going to be the main character in it. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Well, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, when you when you're when you're Taylor Sheridan and you put out a couple of pieces of work like this, you can pretty much write your own checks from then on and get who you want. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing though: he was nobody, and he got what Kevin Costner. Uh, yeah. But then you you see the success that the shows had, and that's 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 pretty much put him in the driver's seat. Because then he did 1883, and he got, what, Faith Hill and who's the other who's the guy? 
Well, I mean, she Tim said, McGraw, he got that's it. Faith Hill, he got Tim McGraw, and he got Sam Elliott. Yeah. Those, I mean, Sam Elliott's a huge star on the screen, yeah. and she, he was able to bring him to TV. Yeah. And uh, Billy and Bob Thornton. Is, is also... Which Billy Bob was just in that one episode, but he's supposed to be coming back. There's supposed to be more episodes with him. Now, is he going to be in 1883 or is he in Yellowstone? 1883. Because he was in oh, episode okay. two of 1883. Oh, he was? Yeah, he was a sheriff. I remember seeing him. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was. And Tom Hanks okay. had that little cameo. Um, he won't be back, but his was just to have his name attached. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's probably what that is. Oh well, let's go ahead and close this out and uh, play the outro, and uh, we'll just see how that goes. Hold on, here, let's play this. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from us, you can go to sociallysensitive.com and follow us on Instagram at sociallysensitive and on Twitter at Socially Sense. Thanks again, and see you next time.